Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm your host, Hemel Javeri. We've got a really fun show today. My guest today is Mick Fanning, who is a really well-known Australian surfer. If you're not familiar with Fanning as a surfer, you might remember him from about three years ago when he fought off a great white shark during a competition in Jeffreys Bay in South Africa. The video went viral, and uh, it's a weird thing to be known for getting attacked by a shark, but that's kind of where a lot of people know him from. Fanning actually retired from professional surfing earlier this year after a career that saw him win three world championship titles and 22 event titles, which is incredibly great and rare for a professional surfer. Right now, Fanning has a kind of charmed life that I'm obsessed with. He still gets paid to surf. He just doesn't have to compete. He spends his time at his home in Australia and then takes surf trips to undisclosed locations just looking for the perfect wave. He's super fun to talk to, has a lot of great insight, not just about surfing, but about life as well. He's had to overcome a lot of adversity in his life. He had to deal with the passing of his of two older brothers um, and, again, the shark attack. So he does have a unique perspective that I think is worth sharing. Anyway, so let's get to it. Mick? Hi, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. First of all, tell me, how is retired life going? Busy, but um, yeah, just doing a lot of fun things, uh, a lot of fun travels, and it's a little bit slower pace, but uh, lots of fun things, which is awesome. So I guess I shouldn't even call it retirement. It's more like post-competition life because uh, you're still doing a lot of surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only just, you know, uh, just retired from competing, which is um, pretty much the gist of it. But, um, yeah, look, everything's been fun. I, um, yeah, as I said, still been traveling a lot and surfing a lot and um, intend to do so. Let's talk about being retired from the tour for a little bit. Uh, like you said, it isn't really retired from surfing. It's just retired from competitive surfing. How has that felt for you? Is it weird? Is it everything you thought it would be? It's a little bit of a different transition um you know my whole life I've always been having dates to have to get ready for and making sure that I was fit and healthy but I haven't had any times where I've said oh should I go back or not um so that's probably a good thing um but yeah it's just just a little bit different trying to adjust to um you know not having to set goals and stuff like that uh, around competitions, but um, yeah, still trying to still trying to improve in, in all the different areas I'm working on. What has been the biggest surprise for you in terms of stepping away from competing? Um, probably just how busy I still am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's more. Uh, as I said, it's things that I keep doing, but um, people keep coming to me with with uh really fun things to do so i can't say no um but yeah it's it's all it's all been fun it seems like the uh the tour is one part and then there's everything else that comes after it so do you feel like you're in that next phase now yeah definitely in that next phase for sure um you know it's it's uh i guess i guess i sort of had a little bit of a taste for it uh in 2000 and and 16 when I took some time off that year and um yeah I just I just feel like I'm enjoying enjoying my surfing a lot more and enjoying uh the life and and uh just the lifestyle a little bit better and uh less stressed so let's talk about this lifestyle change for a second uh, 
Well, it feels like when surfers are on tour, like you said, it's very regimented. Um, what kind of lifestyle changes are you looking at? You must have mixed it up somehow. Now it's it's just I probably you know I, I block out times to go and do uh, different surf trips and stuff like that, and um, I guess the the build up for it is a little bit different too. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there and checking wave maps from all around the world, um, wave charts, and and um, yeah, that you know I guess I'm learning a lot in that sense as well, and um, and and also too just connecting with different people which which has been really really fun getting to know uh, different people around the world in different places so so what has that been like tell me a little bit more about the kinds of people that that you're meeting on on these surf trips Is- um probably a little bit less low-key people <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know not having to uh be around and and you know being part of the big tour um you know i guess people that sort of enjoy going and doing things like camping or, you know, getting off the grid rather than wanting to be in the spotlight the whole time, which is uh, it's really refreshing. So about your surfing, do you think that it has changed since you've gotten off the tour in terms of, you know, when you're competing, you kind of have to, I don't know if you compete for the judges, but there might be certain things that judges are looking for. How has your surfing changed if you don't have to worry about that now? Uh, probably, probably the biggest thing is that I'm, I'm just forever experimenting with different boards. Um, you know, I, I guess when I used to surf uh, for the tour, as always having to worry about getting ready for that next event or trying to improve here and there. Where now I just go surfing, and you know, sometimes I might surf for um, two hours, and other times I might surf for five minutes. It, it's all just going off feeling rather than thought. And do you think that, that that's helped you be more relaxed and not having to worry about that? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not stressing out if there, there are no waves. I'm happy to, to uh, be doing different stuff if there's no waves. But um, where in the past I would freak out and having, you know, always wanting to be at like 100% peak level fitness and, and, um, and having that feeling on my board. But um, no, it's all, it's all going good. So do you think that that kind of mellowing out comes with having retired from competition or do you think it comes from just being a little bit older and having competed for as long as you did? Maybe I'm just getting old. No, it's definitely, it's definitely uh, yeah, a lot more mellow just because I'm not competing so much. So, um, But yeah, I think you sort of, as you get older, you, you change the way that you're approach not only um your work but also the way that you approach everyday life i saw your most recent search video and there's a little clip in there where you're talking to mason ho and you asked him if this is the path that he thought he should be on and then you said that you either said i'm internally happy or you said i'm totally happy right now how do you think you got to that point um yeah look i guess it's just being um you know, I guess reflecting on the on my career that I had, um, you know, I was, I was blessed in in the opportunities that I had, and and um, you know how how things went, um, and now being able to step away from competitions and just and just go and be being a free surfer and go and experience some new places, uh, as I said before, and and. and with new people, um, you you just learn each and every day in a, in a different realm. Um, you sort of take a lot more in 
um, taking the surroundings a lot more as well. So it's been, it's definitely been refreshing for sure. Do you think that you've stepped away long enough to really reflect on your career? Um, Yeah, I guess, I guess for me, I would always reflect on each year once I got to the end of the year. Um, So yeah, look, it was something that I'd reflected on as time went on. Um, You know, I, I guess, now it's, um, you know, I'm extremely proud of the things that I achieved. Um, and now it's just, yeah, setting new goals in different areas, which is, uh, that's been exciting as well. So what are some of these new goals that, that you've kind of set for yourself? Um, yeah, um, not stressing out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... Even if you're not stressed out, it sounds like you're very busy, but busy by choice. Yeah, definitely. That, that's the, that's the thing. Um, you know, I, I definitely try and block times out at home where I'm I'm not doing much. But um, yeah, it just there's still, as I said before, there's there's times where there's things that I wasn't able to do in the past because I had to get ready for events or because I was at events where mm-hmm. now I can just easily do them. Um, on on day to day basis, which is really cool. And um, when I do go on surf trips or whatever, just just being, you know, the goals for me is just to try and take in new cultures and um, take in uh, new experiences that I probably would have overlooked during competition because I was always trying to get ready for the next heat or the next event, you know. Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of living in your in the tour bubble a lot of the time without really being able to go experience the country and the culture. Has there been a place that you've been to recently? I know you guys don't like to get into specifics about where the waves are, but like someplace you've gone recently that just really has kind of clicked for you? Um, I, I guess that last trip I did with Mason was pretty awesome um, to go camping and, uh, and and get off the grid um, for a week or so. It was was so refreshing, um, you know, to just be surfing all day and then cooking on the fire um, for every meal and being able to go and, um, you know, just live off the land a little bit too, uh, which was really, really awesome. So, um, you know, those experiences uh, have definitely been extremely fun, and um, yeah, it's 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 all about creating memories while I still can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sound like you've got a little bit of like hermit tendencies. Is there a future where you kind of just take three months off and you go off the grid? Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just lose my phone. Maybe I can just lose my phone at home as well. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, look, I, I guess it's 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 great. I think it's. Uh, super refreshing just to, to just, you know, we're on our phones and we're always, you know, dealing with social media or stuff like that. So it's a, it is awesome just to go and just be in the spot. And, and um, you know, when you haven't got phones and everything, you actually have normal conversations that you um, normally wouldn't have, I don't think. You can't get away from an awkward pause in conversation by staring at your phone. You really have to connect to the other person. Definitely. You've been through a lot in your life, a lot of personal losses, um, the shark attack. You've had more than your fair share of adversity. You know, you always find a way to be positive and make it through. What advice do you have for, for people who are going through not the best part of their life right now? Um, you know, when I was going through those hard times or whatever, I just look in the mirror and I always, you know, I, I'm pretty lucky. I, um, 
being blessed with you know, amazing career and, and, and everything like that. Um, and, you know, I always feel like there's, there's people that are not as fortunate as me. And, and so, you know, if I'm, if I'm getting emotional and looking in the mirror, honestly, it's like, Hey, life isn't that bad. It's, you know, just, it is a roller coaster and you do have ups and downs, but I feel like there's more ups um, in my life than there has been downs. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's, I always just try and focus on the good things rather than the bad things. Mm-hmm. And has being away from the tour allowed you to kind of uh, spend more time with family and friends? Have you been able to prioritize those relationships again? Um, yeah, I sort of just go on day-to-day basis, really. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, that, uh, uh, I'm probably probably the biggest thing is that I just don't make commitments. <laughs> um, you know, people ask me to do things one day or the next day, and I'm like, oh, if I'm home, yeah, I'll do it. But if not, um, you know, I don't don't get heartbroken if I have to, you know, cancel. But uh, so yeah, look, it, it's more so just day to day thing and just mm-hmm. being able to, um, yeah, I guess the one thing is that when I'm in a conversation or something now I'm actually in the room rather than thinking of um, how to win a heat or how to, uh, you know, get ready for the next event or planning something. So um, I definitely feel like I give uh, my family and friends a bit better time, uh, especially with my own brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not always constantly looking to the next thing. You're more present. Definitely, definitely. So where do you think surfing is right now? I don't know if this is right or wrong, but it feels more popular. It feels more in the consciousness of people. Um, do you think that growth is good? Um, yeah, I, I, you know, some people say it's not because the waves are getting more crowded. But yeah. um, look, I think I think surfing is definitely growing, and uh, it's definitely a more international sport. Um, and there's definitely, uh, I, I think it's in really exciting times at the moment. Um, you know, I guess, obviously, um, the way that people are, are approaching the tour, but then also um, people approaching free surfing and and um, and just being able to, I guess, go and explore these new places that we thought may have been you know, unreachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's really exciting there as well. And then, um, you know, with all the wave pools and everything that's happening too, it's, it's going to be exciting to see where those sort of things go in the next five to ten years as well. Um, and also too with, with the Olympics um, 2020 in, in Japan is going to be super exciting for the sport as well. So, yeah, there are a lot of really good things going on in surfing right now and um for me personally i'm i'm stoked to be able to witness and uh yeah see the growth of it all do you have any ambitions of making that 2020 olympic team for australia no, <laughs> no i'm too, too fat and old um uh no um i sort of made that decision um you know even when the fir- first came out um you know i'm I'm happy to to help out Team Australia, and um, you know I think I will I will go to the Olympics, but it might be as a coach or it might be just as a fan on the beach with pom poms. So um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I definitely if, if anyone from Team Australia needs help, I'm, I'm more than willing to help out in that area. Do you do you keep up with kind of what's happening on tour, either because you're uh, curious or you know you're just interested? 
Um, yeah, to tell you the truth, I actually enjoy watching a lot more than what I used to when I was on tour. You know, I guess when I was on tour, I always sort of had this sinking gut feeling that I was I was looking at it different um, because I would have to go and compete. Uh, where now I can just sit and watch and just be a fan, and uh, it's it's been it's been fun. And yeah, you know, especially also with. Um, my mate Joel Parkinson finishing up at the end of the year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely been paying attention to his heats. So you guys have a really special relationship. Um, when he retires, will there be surfing expeditions together in the future? Um, hopefully, yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess it all just depends on what his his plans are with with his life. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can we can get a trip or two every year and. Um, yeah, just sort of go back to where we sort of started as kids and just going surfing and pushing each other just surfing. Well, that sounds incredible. That's it for me. Mick, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I really appreciate it. Uh, good luck with, I think you're supposed to be in Tasmania, so good luck with that. Thank you very much. Yeah, cheers. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Bye.